Welcome to the Powers on Sports podcast. I'm your host, Jason Powers, down here in lovely Tampa, Florida tonight on a beautiful overcast night, about 85 degrees here here in the Sunshine State. Going to welcome in uh, Michael Banks from up in Birmingham, Alabama. Michael's uh, my kind of my college football guy, go-to guy. We're gonna we're gonna do a special kind of a special edition of the podcast tonight. We're gonna do an NFC breakdown, team by team breakdown, as we head into the draft. As we know, the draft is in two weeks from tonight. Um, obviously, the, the the circumstances around the draft this year are very uh, very interesting with the, everybody kind of drafting virtually from their homes and all that stuff and. Uh, so there'll be a lot of interesting uh, nuances that'll go into the draft preparation. No, you know, these teams have not been able to, uh, you know, very little in-person scouting other than the combine was the last kind of in-person uh, scouting uh, opportunity for a lot of these teams. They've done a lot of stuff on uh, FaceTime and Zoom and those kind of things where you can do some video calls. But uh, so we're going we're gonna to kind of give you a breakdown team by team, division by division, all that kind of good stuff. Michael, how you doing, man? Good, Jason. How about you? Good, good. How's uh, how's how's COVID nineteen treating everybody up in Birmingham, the state of Alabama? Well, we have a we have a governor that's a little behind the time, so you know. You think? <laughs> I'm uh, not a big fan, uh, but uh, one one K Ivy, right, Miss K yeah. Miss Ivy. Yeah, that I did not pull pull the lever for for that one, but. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's going well. I um, I'm still working. My job is is considered an essential job, so I'm still working. The wife and the and the daughter are at home doing. Uh, my, the wife, my wife is <clears throat> working from home. Daughter is starting the e-learning uh, this week, actually. So, what is uh, she in? First, what was she in? Second, third, third grade. Third grade. So. Um, by the way, how does that, how does that go with 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 the young the elementary school kids with the e-learning? Well, they have they have uh, Google Chromebooks, so they have laptops. Do they really? Yeah, yeah. The whole the whole school gets them, or the whole yeah the whole school. She's in a school that's just third through fifth, and the whole school. Once you get to third grade in in the Hoover City school system, everybody gets you get a laptop. Now you turn it in at the end of the year, and then you get it back when the you know, new year new- starts. But, wow. Okay. I, I did not yeah, know that. I it's did. not going, it's not going well. To, <laughs> the first week is uh, Alabama's doing kind of a statewide thing. So it's kind of taking it out of the system's hands so that everybody gets the same, you know, learning. information this first week. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been, it's been difficult, but um, my wife's hanging in there with it and uh, go to the store once a week and a lot of Madden. That's about it. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, you're, you're fortunate that you got uh, your wife's able to stay home with your daughter, but I, yes. you just, you just wonder about these, all these other families where either both parents have to work or if there's only one parent helping the, you know, especially the younger kids, as far as the school goes, how does that, how does that get, get organized during the day? I mean, where does the, you know, so many parents have issues with daycare and all that are, is daycare, is that even an option still up? I yeah, guess so, it, you know, the YMCA that, uh, kind of in between where you and I used to live, uh, it um, is offering daycare for non-essential or for essential workers only. Right. But, uh, yeah. You know, we're 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 really fortunate because a we're we're all healthy and b we we both have our jobs still, and and then c you know we we don't have to worry about that. So we're we're extremely fortunate. We realize that, but 
Yeah, it could be it could be a, a challenge for some of these single parents or that that do work in an essential job. Um, you know, and you can't just yeah, you can get daycare, but then you're also putting the child. I'm sure they have things in place right now, but putting the child at risk, you're putting yourself at risk. Um, do you know anybody that's do you know anybody that's tested positive or anything? I have a second cousin uh, that lives in New York that that is tested positive and she is she's pretty sick right now. But she's about, I, th- I would say, like mid 20s, maybe wow. late 20s. And so she's um, I, I mean, they, they, hospital hospital sick. No, no, she's still in her apartment. She, okay. They think, you know, she she's running fever. She's she's just real sick, but they don't think it's going to be fatal. They um, my my mom's cousin um, is her dad and he caught they called and check on her about three times a day so mm-hmm. yeah well, I, man i hope yeah i hope i hope that turns out i know it's again i've been fortunate i don't really know anybody that's um you know tested positive or anything so you know try obviously we're all trying to we're on you know we're on full lockdown down here i mean are, do they are, do they, are, are you guys on full lockdown finally up there or can you are, are parks and all that kind of stuff still open for you no guys? No, we finally, you know, like like I said, we're a little behind the times here. We like to do things. We like we like to come in th- in last in everything except the cups. <laughs> we like you know that's that's a must to be first. But everything else, we're fine with just bringing up the rear. And so top forty uh, last- be, be a top forty eight program in the country here. Right, that's all you can ask for. Yeah. So uh, yeah, last week she finally put the shelter in place a, a week ago tomorrow actually. Uh, about two so weeks. You're, so you're telling me a week ago you could go to the mall, you could go to Costco, no, you could go. I mean, those no, kind of places. Not really. I mean, well, we can still go to all the stores, all the stores like grocery stores, Sam's. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right, right. All that's open. Most stores were closed. Nobody was really open, anyways. Right. I, I know, like GameStop, you could go pick up at the door. I think they've stopped that now. But no, you could still go to a park. Uh, we had idiots on our in our on our street that. You know, uh, last uh, Thursday night, a week ago tonight, actually, had a uh, birthday party for about 30 teenagers out Jeez. in the front yard. Wow. You know, just morons that, that are the reason that this thing won't go away. And uh, but so now if that were to happen, we can gladly call the police and get them uh, a nice five hundred dollar fine. <laughs> so, and trust me, I will, because I'm you know, this this is this is getting out of hand now. So you're still out get inside unless you absolutely have to be out now are there people are there people walking around your neighborhood and things like that during the day walking their dogs yeah. and that kind of yeah, stuff I mean, yeah everybody's still out walking i mean they no they're not nobody's together but i've never right. seen a, we're just become a nation of walkers all of a sudden now yeah, right real fit um <laughs> i've never seen so many people walking in my life i like people are coming out i've never even seen before in our neighborhood so it is funny watching on, on my way home I go through the Ross Bridge area that you remember, and it's just nothing but people walking. It's it's. I mean, along today, the street, on, along the side, along like the dirt, the, yeah. the road, the actual road. Yeah, along the side today on this, I was passing a bridge, and there were like four. One person up front was like stopped to tie their shoe or something, and there was like a line of people behind them. They were all at least like six to eight feet apart, all yeah. waiting for the guy to tie a shoe. It was, it was pretty funny. Yeah, for the people at home, this Ross Bridge area is a nice wide, wide lanes, just very yes. open area where you, there's like a, it's like a, it's like a cut through. It's like a cut through between two parts of town. Yeah. It's pretty desolate, not a whole lot of traffic. So, you know, you could, it is actually a pretty good walk. It is a pretty good walking trail type of situation where you can walk four or five miles pretty easily and uh, kind of be, not be in danger, of, you know, probably get hit by you know, traffic and all that stuff. So it's wow. Yeah, here and here down here, I've uh, down here at the Riverwalk, which is downtown, 
right along the right along the the, the Hillsborough River, there's there's a there's basically it's called the River Walk, and it's, it's a it's just basically a, a walkway. It's probably about a two and a half mile trek, you know, right along the water, and it is. I mean, it's busy. It's I mean, it's not overwhelmingly packed, but it's busy. There's a lot of bikers, rollerbladers, walkers. I mean, and it's it's busy throughout most of the day. I mean, I've been down there a couple times just because you got to get I got to get out of the house uh, a little right. bit to go for a walk. But I mean, I, again, you got to be smart. You can't be walking up on people and walking shoulder to shoulder with people as you're, you either either stay behind them or pass them. You know, don't be don't be walking, you know, next to them for a hundred yards or whatever. That's but but yeah, it's uh, there's steps and stairs, all that. People are running up and down stairs at the convention center to get some you know cardio and all that stuff. So it's been pretty. Pretty interesting. So, uh, saw some. I actually saw some. I went yesterday. I saw some porpoise in the river, right next to this little boat. It's pretty cool seeing seeing the seeing Flipper and all the all the all the poor pie of uh, of, the, of the Hillsborough River. <laughs> all right, so let's get to what we're here to do here tonight. We're gonna do a little break. Like I said, we're gonna do a little NFC breakdown. Just to let you know, all folks, we're also gonna do an AFC breakdown in a couple days. We're releasing that one. Uh, probably probably the end of the weekend type situation, first to next week. And then I'm also going to probably do a like a top 20 mock draft the week of the draft. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, again, you can check us out on all the different uh, podcast platforms, Apple, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and uh, all you know, that stuff. Huh? Uh, just real quick, I'd like to remind you that um, when I we did our mock draft last year, I don't think any of us got anything right except for the first pick. And I got the last pick right. I had the Patriots taken to kill Harry. I just want to remind you. Okay, that. okay. So we'll, 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 we'll have you back for for mock draft number twenty twenty. I got two out of I got two out of thirty two. I was very very excited. There you go, man. There you go. All right. Well, let's we're gonna start off in the NFC East. We're gonna start off with America's team, the one Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys finished eight and eight last year. Jason Garrett finally gets the boot. One Porky, Porky, Fat Mikey McCarthy's in the mix now. After the uh, the the, the uh, sleepover at Jerry's Jerry's place back in uh, January, I think it was probably early January, the sleepover that uh, consummated the, the the agreement. The Cowboys again picking seventeenth in the draft this year. Some key additions and some key losses. One, you got the, the, the Cowboys franchise Dak Prescott still having those contract issues. Dak not very happy. Still wanting, he wants four years. They want five. He wants thirty-five million. They want about thirty million. So, one of these days they'll figure it out probably. But uh, new, again, new head coach Mike McCarthy, new offensive system. They kept Amari Cooper, uh, signed Gerald McCoy and and Don Terry Poe to kind of reinforce the defensive line where they lost a couple guys in free agency. A big move in my opinion. They signed Greg Zerline, the kicker from the Rams. I think he's going to be a, an improvement. They've had some kicking issues the last few years in Dallas. A couple of key losses. Travis Frederick, their their all-pro center, just up and retired this year. He'd been injured last year or so. He retired. Byron Jones, the DB, got got paid a fortune to go to Miami. And your boy, Mr. Cobb, headed across the state to head to to one of Houston, Texas for the play for the Texans. So those were kind of the, 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 the big moves for the Cowboys. What are your thoughts on the Cowboys? Yeah, they also lost Robert Quinn on that defensive line too. Yeah, um, who was you know obviously you De- said, pretty decent, pretty good little defensive end. Yep, for sure. Yes. So um, you know, revamping with 
you know, McCoy's obviously a lot older now. He's not not the same guy he was when he was down with your Bucks down there in Tampa. Um, but you know, you got to keep. You had to keep Cooper. You had to. You got to keep Prescott. You still have Ezekiel Elliott. I think losing Frederick hurts, though. I mean, oh yeah, that, that that line is is the reason is one of the reasons that Elliott is so successful. And and we've seen over the last couple of years when they've had the injuries at, at, uh, along the front of that line how it's really affected the run game, which when it affects the run game, it affects the passing game because I still am not a believer that Prescott can do it without a strong running game. Just not, not a believer in that. In, they in kept, it. they kept Kellen Moore the, the, the offensive coordinator. So I think you're yeah. going to see a blend of what they were doing last year with what yeah. McCarthy's more of a kind of a West coast guy. And you'll, you'll probably see him. They'll, they'll, they'll in, integrate some more zone read and some running with Zach Dak and all that. But I think it's 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 it'd be interesting to see how they how they mesh with McCarthy and Kellen Moore, uh, kind of two different offensive styles. Yeah. And like you said, can Dak do it by himself if he doesn't have a champion? You know, their their running game wasn't great last year. It was good, but it wasn't great. And that offensive line, we we say how great it is. They, they're getting older. Yep. I mean, Frederick's gone. Tyron Smith's getting a little older and a little more nicked up. You know, Zach Martin's. You know, he's not old, but they're you know they're getting to their top of their prime. So. That offensive line is not as devastating as they were three, you know, three years ago. But, right. but they are. It is still a strength of the team for sure. Yeah, and I, I agree with you on on Zerline. I think that that is, you know, Meyer was was a guy that was really inconsistent. Yeah, he had to you know go sign a guy, sign guys off the street, and getting a guy like Zerline who's really consistent, has got a got a great leg, will will be you know good kicking indoors there. Yeah, in I think that's a. That's a big. That's a big piece. A good sign for them. So one interesting move the Cowboys just made like two days ago. They signed Alden Smith. Remember the defensive end right. from the 49ers? the guy yeah. that he's had all kind of alcohol issues, issues and, yeah. and he's been suspended. He is the defensive version of Josh Gordon. Yes, I mean, he he is the. Yeah. I mean, he has been suspended more times than he's played. To be honest with you, um, over the I mean, he's he's been around probably seven or eight years now, and he's probably been suspended four of them. Um, could be so a sneaky, the, sneaky move there. That, that I mean, yeah, the off. Cowboys love those kind of guys. All, all the mar- the guys been Randy Gregory, him, you know, all the guys that have been suspended. Those kind of things. They, they love to t- take a take a roll of the dice on those kind. And granted, it's probably a, there's probably low risk as far as there's probably not much of a signing bonus and all that stuff. So it's probably low risk. But Jerry's not afraid to roll the dice on some guys that that have been cuffed before and been in some trouble. So all right, so. My, real, my need for the Cowboys, two things. I think they need another receiver, um, probably a number three receiver to go with uh, to go with Amari and to go with uh, Michael Gallup. Uh, they re-signed Blake Jarwin, which is a pretty decent move at tight end. A lot of people are high on him. Don't be surprised if they if they're they're drafting another offensive lineman or a DB. Those are the two areas where I think they probably have some need. Um, you, again, you can never have enough good offensive linemen, and again, you never have enough good enough good cover guys. So, yeah. all right. Let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. Nine and seven in 2019. You know, 21st pick in the draft. Couple big, big, big additions. Your boy, Darius Slay from the Detroit Lions. <laughs> traded. They actually, the Lions got it several draft picks. Slay's been having issues with the Lions for years on his contract. The, the, the Eagles trade for him and then give him a new deal. They signed uh, Hargraves, the defensive tackle, who's a, who's a sneaky good player. A um, couple losses for them. Jason Peters is a free agent. You never know. He might go back there, you know, after the draft. And they lost Malcolm Jenkins, who went back to New Orleans. So 
Philadelphia Eagles nine and seven, twenty first in the again twenty first pick in the draft this year. Uh, your thoughts on Carson Wentz and kind of the, the Eagles from from the last year? Well, fresh off me watching uh, the All or Nothing series on the Eagles. Um, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's the Amazon series. It's kind of like uh, Hard Knocks uh, of Amazon. Hard, it's Hard Knocks, but it's it's uncensored, just like Hard Knocks. But it's it's the whole season, and it's During all the. Okay, I got you. Okay. Yeah, it's really good stuff, but. Uh, um, you know, By the way, speaking of that, did you hear? Did you did you listen to the FBI the FBI tapes of? Uh, I haven't watched that. Yet. The FBI of the basketball scandal of your boy Will Wade and Sean Miller on tape. Wow. Yeah, I haven't I haven't got a got a chance to see that. You one. got you got to listen to that shit, man. That's some good. I mean, that is some. I mean, red handed, and they play the they play the whole conversation too. That's the best part. It's, it wasn't a snippet. They play a whole conversation of him of those guys just basically saying how much how much and where do we need to meet. And still, and still, and still have uh, still employed, and still cashing those checks every every fifteen days. There we go. I mean, uh, Jesus. But yeah, I I think you know they I, Miles Sanders looked really good at the end of last year. He looks like he's going to be be a good player for him. Uh, they got rid of Alligator Arms Aguilar. Uh, My boy from Berkeley Prep. Don't mess with him. He's from down here <laughs> at Berkeley, Tampa Berkeley. Uh, they do need help at wide receiver. Big. Yeah, that's a that yeah. to me that's the number one target for them in the, in this draft, and it's Even a. With, even when Jeffrey's there, he's hurt. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Just, uh, Deshaun Jackson was hurt all year. They just they don't have they don't have the the depth or the talent really. Jeffrey is not the guy he used to be, so they need to surround Carson Wentz with with talent wide receiver. Take the they need they need the, the, they, they need to get the, all the traffic off of Ertz. Ertz is yeah. getting double teamed every play. You got to have somebody on the outside that's gonna I, a guy that I could see I could see if, if he I don't know if he's gonna last that long, but a guy your your guy rugs. Yeah. Like a speedster, a Deshaun Jackson kind of guy, he'd yeah. be a good fit in that offense for for Carson. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. I, I don't know if he'll last that long either. But yeah, I think the Eagles need help uh, on that on that front. Defense is still pretty good, even losing Je- Jenkins. They you know re-signed McLeod, uh, but they you know it, their DBs really... have never been their DB their corners have never yeah. been great. Slay's going to really help them, but they still need another corner. And yeah. uh, probably could use a, a an offensive another offensive line because you again they lost Peters the other uh, backup tackle Vitai went to your Vitae. Lions we're going to talk about yeah. them in a second but um, yeah. again Philly's always been known for and one thing Philly's not afraid to do they're, they're Roseman and, and Peterson they're not they're not afraid to wheel and deal make a trade so I wouldn't be surprised if they were to trade up in the draft and for especially for a receiver they really like if they moved up from twenty one to you know twelve thirteen fourteen something like that to get a receiver. So uh, don't be, but to me, yeah, receiver is definitely number one need on that team for sure. Yeah. All right, let's go to, let's move over to the Washington Redskins, three and 13 in 2019. Jay Gruden gets canned in about week four last year. Your boy Callahan Phil, does a decent job, you know, making them competitive the rest of the way. He ain't getting that. He didn't get that job. Riverboat Ron comes over from Carolina after he got whacked in Carolina. He's the new head coach. The Redskins have the second overall pick. Um, total, 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 total reclamation project in DC. I mean, they're they are gutting they're gutting that team as far as letting guys go. Josh Norman gone. I mean, just all these guys that were making a decent salary gone, gone, gone. He's bringing some Carolina guys back with him. He traded for Kyle Allen, the, the quarterback, to, to compete with Haskins. They, uh, they brought in Thomas Davis, who was a longtime Carolina Panther, who's old 
and he's not, you know, he's not nearly the player he was, but he'll be good in that locker room for a lead, from a leadership perspective. Uh, they franchise Brandon Scherf. They're they're often they're really good offensive linemen. So lots and lots of needs there. Uh, your thoughts on the Redskins? Well, you know, <clears throat> they they go they went after defensive back and free agency with Sean Davis and um, the uh, corner. I can't think of his name, but um, off the top of my head, um, but. <laughs> I mean, I don't know one play. Uh, Kendall Fuller, the guy from yeah, Michigan. yeah, Fuller from the, uh, I think he played for the, he was with the Bears last year. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I think you know running back, you know, can can uh, Geis and AP Geis are back. For, AP's back for another year, man. AP back for a year, you know, uh, forty-two um, <clears throat> wide receiver. He just, I, by the way, Peterson just got named the running back of the 2010s, the, the decade, running back right. of the decade. Right, and that's a good pick. He's been a he's been a hell of a player. But uh, wide receiver, I think, is a is a need for him. Uh, I mean, offensive line, uh, there, you know, Trent Williams, all that saga that went on last year. They they need a you know a, a strong left tackle there. And I, I think, think they'll try. I think the I think you'll see a, a move made with him before the draft. Yeah. I think you're going to see them make a. Uh, yeah. There's been you know. The Redskins are wanting a, a number one pick for him, and he may be worth it. That guy's a, that guy's a, that guy's been in the league ten years. He's been an All Pro four or five times. He's a hell of a left tackle. Yeah. Um, but in, I, you, but is a team willing is, is a team willing to give a number one pick and have to re-sign Williams to a to a long term extension? That's the question. Right. I, I don't I don't know if anybody out there is willing to do that, but the, you know I I could see most teams giving up a second for him, but. Right. Either way, I don't see him. He, you know, I don't see him. He won't be there. Redskins. No, he won't be there. So I think that they've got to go after left tackle. You got to keep Haskins upright. You got to get somebody to protect him. And I think that that's here's the I'm here's the question: If you're the Redskins, you got the number two pick in the draft. Right. You, if you wanted, if you wanted to, that could be the pivot point of of everybody to come and get your quarterback. If yeah. you wanted to trade down, you got Chase Young sitting right there for you. Do you take Chase Young? I won't say a surefire automatic, but Pretty good prospect, probably the number most people's number one prospect in the draft. Right. Or do you trade down three, four spots and accumulate a, two or three more draft picks, and probably have to, and then you'd be able to draft an offensive lineman if you want to, or you're able to draft a, you know, another defensive player, a linebacker type thing, or do you, or do you go with the sure thing, Chase Young? My my opinion, I think you traded traded away. I don't think Chase Young is going to make a difference anytime in the in the next year or two for the team that they that he's on. Or or and do you trade? Do you, or do you? Or there's been talk about the Redskins might draft a quarterback. Which do is you crazy. take Tua? Do you take? <laughs> I mean, do you do you maybe take Tua and you and you tra- try to trade Haskins or something? You know, there's been speculation the Redskins might like one of these quarterbacks. I mean, my my personal opinion, I think with the team that you have and the needs you have, I think you got to trade it down. Get something, get, get more, more value for the pick, and, and yep. get more picks. That's my that's my personal opinion on it. I would too. I, I probably would trade because you could probably get the Chargers, the Dolphins, somebody like that to to move to, to move down three or four spots, and you could probably get their one next year. And you know, a second or third round of the, I mean, you you can get especially these teams that want a quarterback. I mean, somebody's gonna somebody's gonna trade up to get two. In my opinion, I don't think two is gonna last to the Dolphins at number five. I think somebody's yeah. going to – either the Redskins or the Lions are the pivot point as far as the quarterback selection goes. So Yeah, um, and I yeah. think – I just think that you trade it down. Uh, you trade that pick. If you can work a deal with Trent, Willi- Trent Williams, you're look- you, could, you could really come out of this thing 
with five or six t- right. first, second, third round type players that are yeah. imp- that can be impact players. Remember, they drafted McLaren last year, who had a really good year at wide receiver. Yeah. Um, you need a tight end. Both the you know Vernon Davis, Jordan Reed are done. Um, you need some help there. You need some offensive line help. I mean, it's going to be a, a couple-year project to get the, To me, Chase Young, they, they've got a decent defensive line already. They've got a Kerrigan. They've got your guy from Alabama. Jonathan they've got Allen. a pretty decent de- – yeah, Jonathan Allen. They've got a pretty decent defensive line. I'm with you. I think you trade if – you, if you can trade down to five or six with the Dolphins or the Chargers, I think you do that. Take, take the best offensive lineman available at five or six and then just accumulate players because you need players. Yeah, look look at what the Dolphins did. I mean, that's right. exactly when and 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 it's our, you know, it's starting to pay off for them already. So you're going to win maybe one more game this year with Chase Young. You're not going to. It's not like he's a three or four win win factor for you. He's um, not taking you to the playoffs. Not this year for sure. So, all right, trade down, Riverboat. You like to gamble anyway. So to pedal, wheel and deal. All right, here we go. Last team of the in the East, the New York Football Giants, four and twelve in 2019. Um, they canned uh, the they canned the coach, our boy Mr. Uh, what was the guy's name? Shermer. Shermer. And, and they uh, and they brought in they brought in uh, Joe Judge. Who? Who? <laughs> Birmingham Southern's finest. Oh really? I didn't, did yeah. he really? Yeah, he he had a little stint there for about a year or year or two. Uh, my well, he's buddy, he's a saving guy. Southern. He's a he's a saving disciple. Yeah, fielding calls during the season about what can you tell us about Joe Judge from the media. Nice, nice. The division, the, the division three juggernaut. Yes, the uh, the <laughs> what are the what what is, what is what is Beham Southern's what is their nickname? The Panthers. The Panthers. That's right. I forgot. Okay, but yeah, boy, Joe, Joe Judge, a special teams guy, kind of the 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 new era John Harbaugh selection by the Giants. Everybody thought Matt Rule was going to be that guy. He's not. He ends up going to Carolina. The Giants, you know, get Joe Judge, pick Joe Judge over Rule. They could have had Rule if they wanted him. Um, Giants got the fourth pick this year. Uh, not a whole lot of moves in free agency so far. The couple of nice additions, Bradbury, the DB from Carolina, he comes over and Blake Martinez, the pretty good linebacker from the Packers. He comes over two areas of need for them. You know, they're big loss. Eli's not a huge loss, but he's, you know, obviously he's the franchise quarterback. He's gone. That's to me, that's the only big loss that I noticed. Um, again, I think, you know, Daniel Jones last year had a decent, you know, a decent rookie year. It wasn't bad. Uh, obviously he's got a new system now. He's got uh, needs some offensive help, needs some weapons on offense. Yeah. You know, can Evan Ingram ever stay healthy for a full year? Who knows? Can the offensive line ever come together and keep him upright? But uh, I, I think you're going to see a, a, another, you know, five and 11, six and 10 kind of year, probably out of the giants. It's going to be tough for them to uh, make a big move. I, I think, I don't think they're just talented enough, got enough good players. What do you think they do at number four? What need, you know, Draft needs at number four. Well, I think receiver, I mean, to me, uh, a guy, obviously one of my guys, Jerry Judy, is a guy that I, I would see as a guy that could help them right now um, and give a weapon for Daniel Jones, put him you know, on the same offense with Saquon. Um, I think offensive line is, a, is another need, obviously. So I could see them going – Going wide receiver there, I wouldn't be surprised at all. A lot of people, a lot of people think they got they got Isaiah Simmons from Clemson pegged to the Giants, a just a kind of a hybrid linebacker safety kind of guy, just one year, you know, kind of a Derek Brooks kind of player can blitz, can rush, can cover, just an all around. The Giants have have had very very poor linebacking play the last ten years. I mean, they've not they've not had anybody of impact at linebacker, you know, back 
hell, probably back to the LT days. Well, I mean, they had some decent guys during the Super Bowl runs, but uh, those were know. more defensive linemen guys. Right. I mean, well, yeah, but but no, not nobody that that is you know making the Hall of Fame for sure. Yeah, I mean, and everybody says this is Isaiah Simmons guy is a freak athlete. It can again, it can cover, can rush, you know, all the all the things you need out of a kind of a sideline to sign linebacker. So, but you're right if you if you decide if you decide wide receiver Judy, everybody says Judy's an unbelievable route runner. Kind of reminds me of. Kind of reminds me of a Beckham because he's not the fastest guy in the world, but he's a good route runner. He, you know, he he knows how to get open. Um, is he is, is number four too high for Judy? Might be a little high for him. That might be a situation where you could tr- possibly, if you're the Giants, maybe trade down to, to eight nine or something like that. Again, somebody that's a quarterback needy team that's drafting around nine or ten. Maybe you trade down to nine or ten and take Judy, um, right. something like that. So. Um, I think again, be interesting to see how Joe Judge handles all the media and all that stuff in New York. How that hire goes over, and uh, obviously these new one thing to remember: these new coaches, they can't ha- they typically get one or two extra weeks of of OTAs and things like that during the during a normal year of a new when you're a new hire. That's not going to be the case this year with all the all the OTAs. So be interesting to see how that goes with a new coach, new system, new all that with well, these new coach. This team, this division has three out of the four guys that are new coaches. Right. So, definitely, well, but, but two of them have, are pretty seasoned. Though they, two of them have one's won a Super Bowl, one's been to a Super Bowl. So, and then you know, obviously, you have Peterson too. But, True. Uh, and if Judge, if Judge can handle the roundtable media here in Birmingham on jocks, I think he can handle the. <laughs> media. What about did he handle? Now, how did he do with Sonny and Wimp? <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move up north. Go go north, young man. We're going to go to the, your, your division, the NFC North. We're going to start off with the Minnesota division-winning Minnesota. No, I'm sorry. The Packers won the division last year. Let's, we'll, let's start with the Packers. We'll go with the Packers. They won the division. 13-3, and drafting 30th uh, in the draft this year. Second-year head coach uh, Matt LaFleur is taking the, taking the helm for year two. You got a uh, couple couple additions. Your boy Ricky Wagner from Detroit, um, Rock City, the new right tackle there. That uh, Balaga's gone at right tackle. He's gone to greener pastures. Christian Kirksey, the linebacker from Cleveland, pretty good player, uh, is, is comes aboard. And then they lost Blake Martinez. So they kind of the two guys they lost they filled with with the exact same position. So um, this team's pretty pretty good. They 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 need they need a little. To me, I would say uh, you know. I would say you need to find a backup quarterback for Rodgers, the future. Uh, you could probably use another receiver. Our boy Geronimo went went elsewhere. Um, yeah. And you always – again, a place like Green Bay, you can always use more guys in the trenches. Yeah, I think uh, offense – you know, for some reason that, that team has trouble keeping offensive linemen and defensive backs healthy. I don't know what it is. They, they always start the year. It's like look at who they've got. And then by week five, they're already on like, you know, second, third string guys. So – um, so I, yeah, I agree. I think offensive line and, you know, where they're picking a second receiver to put a, put opposite Devonte Adams, yep. uh, would be, would be a guy that, you know, could possibly, they could go after as well. Who did um, they sign? They signed somebody at tight end. I think, uh, they lost Jimmy Graham. I know, but I'm trying to think who they, God, who did they, uh, I thought they signed somebody at tight end, but maybe not. That, and that, to, to me, tight end is probably a need for them. I don't, I don't think they signed a big tight end. Um, I didn't. I didn't notice, or I would have written it down if they would signed a big tight end. So that you know, tight end to me, tight ends a need. Second receiver, to me, you got to find the you you, you got to draft a uh, uh, you, 
either got to draft a quarterback high or this is where I could I could definitely see Green Bay being in the this is a sneaky spot where you could see your boy Jameis Winston uh, a sneak a backup quarterback to sit behind Rodgers you have to have an insurance policy in case Rodgers goes down I mean Jameis Jameis would probably be a top three or four backup quarterback for most you know around the league with his experience and his you need to have somebody that can play, and you can't you can't rely on Boyle, um, Susan Boyle, to come in and uh, save the day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just being being real, man. You can, you you can't if if God forbid he went out for four or five weeks or eight weeks or whatever with an injury, Rogers. You which can't he, your your season's over if you have to rely on on a Tim Boyle. Well, I mean, at which Rogers has you know he's missed exactly he's got a history two or three years where he's. He's missed those tiny those you know that that length of time. I think the guy you were thinking about they re-signed Mercedes Lewis. Well, he's a hundred years old. I mean, yeah, he ain't I mean, the, he ain't the answer. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that that was the tight end uh, transaction, right? So definitely a tight end. You knew you, you knew I forgot they drafted last year. That I think I think they like. Remember the guy from Texas A and M, Sternberger. Sternberger, yeah. He played actually, a little bit at the end of the year last year. And they do caught like a couple balls, caught yeah. caught one or two touchdowns late in the year. Yeah. I think that's the kind of guy they're gonna they're gonna try to feature. He's more of a receiving tight end. Lewis is more the blocking guy. So I think Sternberger is probably a guy. I forgot. I'm glad I remembered him. Yeah. He was he, he was a big time player at Texas A and M. Actually, I go ahead and give you. We can go ahead and give out a little little uh, advanced sleeper advice for your fantasy league. Yes, Sternberger, Sternberger. Mike, will be a guy. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go to the let's go to the Minnesota Vikings. Ten and six. They got two first round picks this year. Twenty second and twenty five. Um, not a whole lot of activity on the free agent addition list. They lost some. They made a couple trades. They traded uh, Tay Diggs, our boy, to Buff <laughs> to, to go see uh, McDermott up in Buffalo. They um, they got rid of they they're they're losing Everson Griffin. They're they're longtime defensive end. Trey Yep. Trey Waynes, Xavier Rhodes, Alexander lost a ton in the secondary. So to me, and, and the only significant addition to me that I saw was Tajay Sharp, who's probably a two or three rod receiver at best. Um, they signed up. Uh, they signed Michael Pierce too, the guy from the Ravens. Okay, at defensive tackle, who's okay, uh, young, young uh, defense or not young, but right in his prime. Fourth, fifth, yeah, prime of his career, fourth, fifth year kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Tajay Sharp would be a, probably a two or a three to go along with Thielen. Uh, areas of need for them, they got two number one picks, 22 and 25. That's probably a great spot. They could get a receiver probably at 22. In 25, you probably can grab a DB. I mean, you need some DBs. Uh, Zimmer's always been a, been a very good DB coach, uh, defensive guy, so you need to replenish that defensive backfield, and you need another receiver, in my opinion. I agree. I think you're set at tight end, obviously. You're set at running back. Uh with Cook and Madison, yep. Um, I, I definitely, I agree. You know, really, all that's left is uh, Harrison Smith. That's all that's left right. in that secondary. So yeah, right. You, you definitely got to get younger and 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 get some more depth back there because you lost three guys that were key pieces to the last couple years' success. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So wide receiver DB for them. All right, let's go to the Chicago Bears. Eight and eight. Matt Nagy at the helm. Eight and eight. They do not have a first round pick this year. I can't remember if that was the uh, Trubisky that, that is that was either Trubisky or Khalil Mack. No, it's Khalil Mack. I'm sorry. The last of the Khalil Mack Khalil compensation Mack. Yeah, the Raiders, of the Raiders. It's the Raiders' third last one. Yeah. Yep. Eight and eight. So uh, so that's uh, they have no first round pick. 
The two big moves they made to me was Robert Quinn, which is going to help Khalil Mack. And then the biggest move they made is they traded for Nick Foles, who's now going to be uh, him and him and Trubisky will be in a, in a dead heat kind of quarterback competition. <laughs> I mean, Foles should win the job if he, if he does what he's supposed to do. But some wonder Foles is, 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 is a lot of people think that Foles is better coming out of the bullpen. I mean, Foles, Foles might be the kind of guy that kind of rescues you in week six or seven the rest of the way kind of deal. He's never really, other than the one year in Philadelphia, he's never shown the ability to be a week one to week 16 kind of guy that's been productive. I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I, just, I still how, – how, how do you give up the farm to get Trubisky? I mean, it's still, it still baffles me with all the, the guys that were picked. In that Mahomes draft. I mean, Watson. I mean, it's just – Mahomes, Watson. I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the, 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 the crazy part is that they, they, they actually trade up. And I think they only, if I remember, they only traded up one spot. Yes, they could have got three him. to two, and they, they gave up traded a, a, down and got him. <laughs> yeah, I mean they trade up one spot to get the guy, then they then they gave up a, a one and a, a future one, I think, and a future two or three second or third round pick. I mean, it's yeah. it's you know, it's funny how two years ago he played pretty well in Nagy's system, but last year just total just total s- afraid to pull the trigger. He was yeah. great on the swing passes and the screens, and God, I mean, if you can't complete those, you, how do you play football? But just a can't, not very accurate. Doesn't seem like he understands the offense very well, and doesn't know how to go, kind of go through reads. Foles, if if Foles plays well for them, they're definitely going to be a contender because they still have a top seven or eight defense, no doubt about it. They still got big players on defense. Mac, they got Eddie Jackson, Robert Quinn. Um, you know, they lost Leonard Floyd and let him go. He was a former first round pick. Um, Kyle Long, Kyle Long retired their offensive lineman. He'd been, but he's been hurt for the last couple of years. But he's still a good player. So to me, if you're the, if you're the Bears, I mean they're, I mean I think that they're banking on Foles being the guy. I mean they they got they think they got a good running back. They think they got good play. I mean they got a good offense, pretty decent offensive players. They're not great on offense, but I think if Foles, if they think Foles, remember Foles has some history with Nagy too, Kansas City and Philadelphia back in those days. So. Yeah. Um, be interesting to see what they. I, I mean, they, they're not going to have a number one pick, so they're going to definitely have to be building through the draft, second, you know, second, third, fourth round type situation. So tight, tight end and right tackle as well. They need yep. help there. Yep, yep, yep. All right, and now we're to your beloved Detroit Lions, Mr. Oof. Banks. Oof. Matty P. Bobby Quinn get another vote and get another year of voter conference from our girl Martha up in Detroit stay stay of execution for for uh, they're, they're, the the power the power is on to the chair they're just waiting to pull the pull the uh, lever who's okay is Martha going to pull the lever though she's about 95 can she still pull the lever uh, i think she can <laughs> i wish she would because this is this this project has not gone the way it was supposed to 312 and 1 back in back in 2019 I mean, the the season got off to a horrific start. The the one tie was was it week one or week two? No, but actually, hold on now. Actually, the season actually got off to a decent start. They had the tie in week one to Arizona, but they which they, they blew they blew they blew a huge fourth quarter lead, like twenty seven to nine or twenty four to nine in the fourth quarter. They did, but then they came back. They won week two, and then they beat the Eagles week three, right in Philly, and they had the Chiefs on the ropes. I remember they, that game. I remember, remember that. that. If they win that game, the whole season probably turns. But then they lose that game. Stafford gets hurt. Full you know, meltdown. You, full, you're, you're, 
you're playing with your backup quarterback who I can't remember the guy's name. He's Daddy Rock. Blau, our boy David Blau from Purdue. Yeah, Blau, that's right. I mean, and then they had who was the other? They had more than one guy. It was Blau. They had and another then, guy. Blau was the third string guy that came yeah, in for the second who, string guy. Who's the second string guy? I, I can't, can't believe you don't know that, Mike. Come on, man. I, I tried to block last season out because after <laughs> the Chiefs game, I, I kind of gave up right then. But yeah, it's going to be a, it's still a rebuild. I mean, I, I know that they 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 made some moves in the offseason. They got uh, Danny Shelton. They okay. They, they they're trying to turn that locker room into, into the Patriots Midwest. That's Jamie all. Collins, Deron Harmon, Shelton, all former Patriots. They lost Rick Wagner, Glasgow, and then Slay, which uh, you know offensive linemen. So that you know they need some offensive line help for sure. Third pick in the draft this year, in my opinion, Mike. I think you trade Matt Stafford, man. I agree. I'm 100. I think you, I think you pedal Stafford for a number one pick. You could probably get a one and a three or four form easily. You could probably get a team like the Patriots or somebody that's you know the the, the Chargers, Oakland, the Raiders. They would do that in a heartbeat uh, to to bring a Matt Stafford on board. Stafford still got five or six good years left in him. I think if you're the if you're the Lions, you trade Stafford and you take two or you take a quarterback, whatever quarterback you love. I agree. Um, the only issue with that is if 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 the reason you don't do that if you're Patricia and Bob Quinn is that you've not been given any assurances that you're going to stay around. If if I knew that they were going to had a couple more years on their deal and 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 Ford said, you know what, you're safe for the next couple of years, I think they would do that. But yeah. being that, like you said, the the electric chair is being turned on, I'm not sure that they're going to make they would make that move for Stan Stafford. Yeah, that's the only thing that holds them back. And but I agree. I think for the future of the franchise, Stafford. I mean, Stafford, you got you got to. Give credit to the guy he's played. He's 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 essentially the Barry Sanders of this a of this era where yep. just no help around him. He had Calvin Johnson for some time, but then you had no running game right. during that period. You never have any. You know, you, you finally get a decent offensive line, but then you don't have uh, a wide receiver to go with it. Your running backs stink. Your defense stinks, and you get pummeled until you just finally can't finish the year out. So. I just, I, I mean, and, and I, I appreciate what Stafford's done as far as all that he's given to the to the organization, but it, it's just, I mean, you could get a lot for him right now. Like you could. Said, he's, he's there, there's two or three teams that are that are quarterback needy that would, yeah. I think Tell John Gruden, I think Gruden would pay a, 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 a fortune for him, and his contract's not terrible. He's got like yeah. three years left, and it's only about $27, 28000000 million. Yeah. It's not terrible um, as far as salary cap and all that stuff, and and – I would just love to. Don't be keep your eye on folks. Keep your eye on a, on a on a possible draft day trade for Matt Stafford. Would not shock me. Um, you know, other than Stafford, I think you need offensive line help. I mean, they're picking third. I could definitely see the Lions trading down and acquiring picks. Uh, you need linemen. Um, if you're not gonna, I mean, if you're at number three and you're if in your Detroit, you're not gonna take a quarterback. You have to trade down because Miami wants to trade up. Uh, the Chargers probably want to trade up. I think somebody around the 10-11 spot on the draft, a couple of these teams will probably – Oakland would potentially want to trade up, potentially to maybe get a quarterback if their guy was there. So uh, you, you're, get, you can get a team to overpay like Chicago did for Trubisky. Yes, <laughs> especially a team that's close to winning. Yeah. You know, a team that's in the 10-11-12 you know, that's probably a 7-9 kind of team. Chargers are a perfect example. Like Yes, I think that would be a perfect fit for them. You know, Chargers got a good team, West Coast, warm weather. Stafford probably would like living out in L.A., you know, in a new stadium. I think that'd be a great that'd be a great move if, if, if they were to do that, something like that. So, um, all right, 
you're three twelve and one, man. Come on, can we get some? Come on. <sighs> By the way, kudos kudos to one Ralph K Al Kaline, the, the the venerable Detroit Tiger. Yeah, one of my dad. I was one of my dad's favorite players. Him and Willie Horton were his two guys growing up in, up in Detroit. So uh, my dad was, was pretty upset to hear that. Uh, they ever say they ever say what causes? I know, and it was eighty five. So I mean, did, was it natural causes or? Yeah, I don't think it was anything else. I think it was just natural causes. Yeah. But um, but yeah, he was a uh, he was a big member of that of the Tigers back in the sixties and um, and uh, won an MVP or no batting title at age twenty. Yeah, he had a, no. He had a great career, great. man. He great. was uh, him and Roberto Clemente were the kind of the two big right fielders, kind of that of that era. Yeah. And uh, I think what the Tigers won the World Series in what sixty eight. Yes. Yep. Yep. So I, I one of the Tigers I remember from that was from a Tampa guy, Denny McLean. Yeah. Denny had a couple great years, and then he had then he ran into some legal trouble and all that. But he was a huge he was a big pitcher for the Tigers back in the late sixties, early seventies. He was. One, he was. I think. Yeah, I think. What did he go? Thirty-one and four one year, twenty-nine and four, something like that. He won thirty games. Yep, yeah. that's right. Yeah, I knew. He, yeah, and he and he lived in. He was from Tampa. Was down here for a long time, and then he got in some legal trouble. I think he went to jail for a little while for embezzlement or something, money laundering or something like that. I remember. I remember growing up. He that he did go to jail. So, but uh, yeah. All right. What are your thoughts on the baseball before we get to the uh, the last two divisions? Your thoughts on the baseball season? What are your thoughts on potentially playing in Arizona? I think it's There's a horrendous just, idea. Yeah, too many, too many things they, too many things they have to, they have to work out exactly, absolutely perfectly. Where there's the, no way it's all going to work out. The heat is the is the thing, though. If you're all playing indoors, it's one thing. But I mean, my God, uh, Arizona in July has anybody been there? There's a reason <laughs> they have a dome stadium. <laughs> it's freaking 100 degrees there in March. It, yeah. I, I mean, I've, I've been I've been to Phoenix in in March when. When Bama played in the Elite Eight, uh, I went. I went that year. My God, I mean, you step off the bus, it's like, what the heck? What what is going on here? It's. I mean, it is hot, and it is. I just cannot imagine you putting those guys out there. That's why they play indoor games out there in the middle of the summer. And there's just so many logistical things as far as they're trying to. They're talking about quarantining all the teams and all the team personnel, and I mean, there's so many logistical things that you have to that would have to be put together and. It's virtually, I mean, as far as catering and transportation and just everything that goes into broadcasting and all. I mean, it's just going to be very difficult. I, I don't see any any way possible they're going to be able to do that uh, and play out there. Could have a long summer of no activity. You, you, you're going to see a lot of. Are you going to watch a lot of replays of our boy Skip Skip Carey and Pete Van Weeren? They playing <laughs> a lot of that up there. I have not watched a single. Uh, sporting replay or anything of, to do with sports since it stopped. I've been so busy with work, and I've just been only my 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 extent of sports is playing Madden. Literally, I got it. okay. You're still still finding some time for some Madden, huh? Yeah, I get one game in one game in a night. Now are you now are you watching this Madden? You're having this big Madden tournament? Are you watching any of that no, stuff on ESPN? I, I don't watch video games being played. <laughs> you're not an esports. Uh... No, I'm not. By the way, they have gambling on esports. If you want to gamble on that, for the man, for the for our man, our people at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's one thing. But I'm not watching people play Madden. Oh boy! All right, let's get to the NFC West. San Francisco 49ers, 13 and three, lose in the Super Bowl. Full meltdown by uh, Shanahan and Garoppolo in the last nine minutes on in defense. I lost I mean, Super Bowl 51. Jesus Christ. 
<laughs> that guy can't keep a lead in the Super Bowl. I mean, I mean, third and fifteen, bro. I mean, wow. Play seven deep. Let him. I mean, Jesus. Wow. But <laughs> that's a wow. That's a major wow's right. A stinger on the sheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, a big X on the sheet. John Hine took it and took it in the kisser too. <laughs> Did you, by the way, did you watch? Uh, did you listen to? We'll get to Brady in a minute. We'll, we'll get to Brady and Howard in it when we get to the Bucks. But all right, thirteen and three, 49ers drafting thirteen. Got the got the thirteenth pick in the draft from the. From, they got two picks, thirteen and thirty one. They got thirteen. They traded uh, DeForest Buckner to the Colts for the thirteenth pick. The Colts signed him to a huge deal. Had wait a ton of offensive the defensive linemen in San Francisco. They could afford to do that. They re-signed Eric Armstead, one of their defensive linemen, and their de- and Jimmy Ward, their safety. Um, losses for the for the Niners. Mister After Dark is heading down to the uh, to the the Big Easy because that that could be problems with the with After Dark at the Big Easy. That'll be that could be some uh, Skinamax After Hours for you, Mister Banks. <laughs> <laughs> One Emmanuel Sanders, our nickname for him is After Dark. And then uh, obviously they lost Buckner. So uh, tons of talent on this team. Not a lot of huge needs, to be, to be honest with you. Um, you know, to me, the one need potentially is is, is there was talk did, would the 49ers go for Tom Brady? Are they, would they, you know, would they have done that if Brady would have been interested? Who knows? Um, you could probably use a backup quarterback. I mean, they could probably use somebody. Are you sold on Jimmy Garoppolo? I am. I mean, I think that he did what what was needed I, for for the way that that offense plays. I'm sold on him. For him being a Patrick Mahomes, no. But uh, you got a running game. You, you got plenty of running backs. Um, you need another receiver. You need another receiver to go along with Debo. I mean, yep. that's pretty much it to fill that. You know, and he doesn't have to be great. He just needs to be good because you got Kittle at tight end. Yeah. I think Debo's going to be really good. So you don't have to have a yeah. doesn't have to be an elite wide receiver, but you got to have a guy that can threaten the, threaten the field and, and and can draw some coverage. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the big need. So I think yeah, again, thirteenth and thirty first pick again. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they take wide if they go wide receiver again. This is a great draft for wide receiver, especially in the first two rounds. Um, there would not be shocked if they go wide receiver at thirteen. 31, they'll probably take the best player available, and that may be all, you know, whatever the best player available is for them is probably what they'll do at 31. Um, so that's probably, you know, it's a pretty simple draft for them. I don't think you're going to, I don't think you'll see a lot more big free agent moves. They got a ready made team. They just got to get over the hump. And yeah. I just, I just wonder if Shanahan can get over the hump, man, with, with the two meltdowns he's already had. I just wonder if that guy could ever get, can ever get over the hump. I don't know. That's a that is a serious mental hurdle to 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 climb or to to jump right there. I mean, Crazy man. Yeah. All right. Let's go on. Let's move to Seattle. Eleven and five, twenty nineteen. You got the twenty seventh pick in the draft this year. Uh, good team. You know, obviously Russell Wilson. You still need some wide receiver help. They had they you know good pick last year with uh, DK uh, DK Metcalf. Metcalf. Good. You know, they, they picked up Greg Olson in, in free agency, which is a pretty good move. Quentin Dunbar from the Redskins, who's kind of an under-the-radar, pretty good cornerback. Um, you know, Lynch, Marshawn Lynch, who knows what his future is, probably not coming back. And then you got the the, the, the uncertainty with Clowney. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Clowney re-signs there. I mean, I think his price is, you know, he's asking for a boatload and nobody was going to pay him. Uh, he probably, they probably know him better than anybody else, and he knows them, so I wouldn't be with with the inability for these teams to do physicals and, and visits, 
wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if Clowney gets re-signed to a one or two year deal in Seattle. Uh, you know, 16, 17 million bucks, good defensive end. Uh, you know, Seattle, they've always had issues on the offensive line. You could always use a, a, another big wide receiver. Um, you know, Chris Carson's pretty good running back, and they can, you know, defensively, they run a, uh, you know, that Tampa 2 system. Um, can always use more DBs, in my opinion. By the way, I did have right before the coronavirus hit, there was a, uh, a Shaq, a Shaquille and Shaquem Griffin sighting. At the uh, at the LA Fitness down the street where I work out at, yes, sir. Sim- simultaneously. Think, yeah, I think I think they need offensive line help. They lose, they lost to Fetty, um, and 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 like you said, they always seem to need offensive line help. Russell Wilson seems to be running for his life every snap, every year. So, um, and that's I, a team that's a team that needs a backup quarterback as well, an insurance policy because I know he's never been hurt, but one. But again, they're 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 a, a, a high level team, and they need somebody in case he were to get hurt one of these days. You right. can't rely on Geno Smith and, and and company to 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 come bail you out. So it wouldn't again, Winston wouldn't be a bad option. Maybe this that could be even a spot where Cam Newton could play. You know, if, if Newton decides he's not, you know, if he's not going to an opportunity, a, a mobile type of quarterback, I could see I could see Cam Newton going there for a year. Scammy, scammy, your boy, scammy. So. All right, let's move on to the Rams of Los Angeles. We're going to talk about the they had some breaking news tonight right before we started the podcast. One Brandon Cooks got peddled to uh, Houston to your boy <laughs> Billy O'Brien and company. You're going to pay Cooks $20 million, but you're not going to pay uh, Hopkins freaking 17 or 18, which makes are no we, sense to me. Are we moving the uh, are we moving the pedal mo- motion here? Is that the what Dante Culpepper pedaling? Yeah, are we, are we pedaling this? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Bill O'Brien, man, this guy's got full control. Somehow, this guy's got full control of this operation. These <laughs> people in Houston think he's freaking uh, Lombardi and Belichick all put into one. I mean, nine and seven, nine and seven year for the Rams last year. No first round pick. Um, additions to the team: uh, Leonard Floyd from the Bears. They got him. They got your boy, uh, uh, Ashawn Robinson. Sean. Um, defensive lineman, not not a great player, but a, kind of an interior guy. Uh, they've they've taken some big losses. Zerline, Dante Fowler, cut Todd Gurley, just traded Cooks, and just uh, and they cut Clay Matthews. So, and by the way, uh, Corey Littleton, be, Corey Littleton, and, too. yep, Corey Littleton as well. So that's they, I mean, I definitely could see this team going going in reverse this year as a rebuilding year. You know, they overpaid for Jared Goff when they didn't need to pay him. They, uh, you know, they paid Todd Gurley too much. They paid uh, Cooks too much. Now they're they're pretty much in salary cap hell kind of situation. And also, it sounds like they're having some. Uh, they need Mike. Do they need to go to the to the Regents Bank uh, electronic transfer program? Apparently, Todd Gurley and Matthews are claiming they owe they the Rams owe them some money. They haven't paid them on time. <laughs> do we do we need to do we need to do a uh, just give them their just give them your account number they'll go put it in the in the bank just you're gonna wire the money for them can you can you wire that you make a transaction for them well you know Gurley's down here back in in georgia so we have regions yeah uh, i don't know is there regions out in la i doubt it no not in la but we can get one in, in atlanta though. and for a small for a small transaction fee you'll be able to wire the money wherever it needs to go huh that's right for, yeah no problem <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, no first round. I mean, your boy Sneed, Les Sneed and McVay, they were the boy wonders two years ago. Now it's, I think it's going to be a long year in LA. I think they're going to they're going to really struggle. Um, I think it's going to be a a rebuild kind of situation. Um, 
I mean, they've really gutted their team as far as their impact players. Um, you know, I, I see along with no first round draft pick, they were giving away first round picks like it was candy uh, <laughs> the last few years. I mean, seriously, I mean, they were trading yep. them left and right, yep. for guys. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think that they're, I, they, it, it's almost like they're in rebuild mode already, two years removed from the Super Bowl. But it is. I, I, I see that, you know, they need, they need, they're going to need a running back now. I know the, the other guys that they had, they, they had drafted the last couple of years. Henderson, Darrell, my boy D. Henderson from Memphis. Yes, I don't know if they're the answer or not, but uh, you've got you've got problems on the in, uh, linebacker right now. Big problems at linebacker. Yeah, uh, offensive line is getting older. Yes, way older. So um, and, 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 and you're gonna problems. and you're gonna and you're gonna have to pay your boy Cooper Cup probably this year. He, I think it's about he's probably due for a new deal uh, to be re-upped, and he's I mean he's. He's he's a really good player for them, but he he can't be your number one receiver. I mean, he's a perfect number two or number three with him and Bob Woods. Um, so uh, I, I see a long year in L.A. I, I see a I see a rough year, a rough go. They got rid of Wade Phillips. Um, they brought in a guy from, I think from Denver, that a defensive guy from Denver. Uh, luckily, I mean, obviously uh, McVeigh's got some job security, so he can they can afford to do this. Um, but I th- I, th- I see I, I'm I'm I think you got six and ten, seven and nine at best. Yeah, it's going to be a rough season in LA with the new stadium and two teams that aren't going in are going in the opposite direction. Right. Yeah. All right, let's hit let's hit the last one in the NFC West, Arizona Cardinals. My boy Cliff Kingsbury, 5-10 and 1 last year. Uh got the 8th pick in the draft. A couple of uh, good really gr- good gr- tremendous trade by the Cardinals getting Hopkins for David Johnson. The one thing to be aware of though, with with these physicals not being not being in order for the deals to get done, these physicals have to be have to be uh, done and all that. So, not that not saying something's going to happen, but you know you never know with one of these deals with with these physicals. Um, well, you, somebody, you would hope that's what it what that that's the reason that they traded him. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a great trade for Arizona. I mean, Arizona's Arizona can't can't go fast enough to get one of these physicals passed to to, to get this deal finalized because with Hopkins they re-signed Kenyon Drake. Uh, they lose David Johnson, which is, not, I mean, for what he was making, he's not worth. He was worth thirteen million bucks. I think he can still be a decent player, but he's not thirteen million dollars good. So I think it's a great job by Kingsbury and Steve Kime. Kingsbury, I, I got to give Kingsbury credit, man. Kyler Murray played pretty good. He was not over his. I mean, they just weren't good enough last year. But I, I don't think Kingsbury got out coached a bunch. You know, everybody was saying he was going to just his system wasn't going to work, and you know, I think Kingsbury did a pretty good job. I did too. I think that. You know they 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 played well in some games. They played they played the Niners really well late twice. The they almost beat them twice. Yeah. yeah. So you know um, they they love Kenyon Drake. I don't know. I, I mean, I, hey, I'm an Alabama guy, but I don't know what it is about him. But they love that guy. Um, well, yeah. they like him because he's that scat back and that yeah. and that run and shoot offense. He's so, not a plotter. He's kind of a quick guy, and he's an you know he's that need- kind of. They need offensive line help, and they need yes. defense. Those are the two things they need the biggest of. Obviously, quarterback, they're set at. Running back, they're set at. Wide receiver now with Hopkins. Uh, Fitzgerald coming back for one more year, it looks like. So, so offensive line. Keep, That's going to be the pick there. With as, many good, with as many good tackles as there are in this draft, the offensive line is going to be the eighth pick yeah. for them. Yeah. It's just a matter of which guy they like the best. Yeah. Uh, but they're, to me, they're definitely taking offensive line at number eight. No doubt about it, but uh, but good things coming out of Arizona. I got to give them credit. They had a, they, you know, everybody thought it was going to be a disaster with with uh, Kingsbury. I think they've, you know, it seems like Murray's been 
Murray did a good job last year. He's going to be a good little player for them. And if Hopkins, you know, you and I discussed that last year. Remember before we were doing the mock draft about Murray and saying if that were if it doesn't work out, that you know how it could alter the course of how most NFL teams evaluate guys like that. And yep. It looks like it could it can work in the NFL. So yep, but you got to keep him upright. You got to protect him. If they, I mean, he was running for his life last year. Their, their offensive line was not very good. No. I mean, he, he won't he won't survive five years if he's have to run if he has to run around like that. But he showed the ability to throw the ball accurately, know the offense, read defenses pretty decently. And if you got Hopkins, you got uh, Christian Kirk, you got Fitzgerald, you got Kenyon Drake. You're gonna have a good offense. So um, shore up the offensive line sporadically add to the defense and you're going to you're going to have to win some high scoring games to be 500 you're going to, you're going to be a high scoring kind of team and you're going to be a lot of you're going to be a lot of 31 28 kind of games probably and you know 8 and 8 uh, would be would be a great improvement for them going into this year so all right that's the NFC West now we're going to wrap it up the NFC with the NFC South my division uh major turnover in my division as far as at the quarterback position we're going to start off with the New Orleans Saints 13 and 3 last year Got the twenty fourth pick in the draft this year. Several, some more, more tight. The biggest move they probably made outside the two moves they made. Emmanuel Sanders, I think he'll be a great for them as a number two guy to Mike Thomas. And then you got Malcolm Jenkins, who's returning to New Orleans. Played the first five years or so in New Orleans, then went to Philly. A perfect kind of guy for their secondary. A leadership kind of guy can still play cover. And you got Drew Brees back for a. It sounds like uh, our boy Peyton spilled the beans that this is the last year for Breeze, no matter what. From what you know, he kind of slipped up at a press conference and said, made the comment, "Well, this is Drew's last year." Uh, the one guy they lost was Bridgewater. He he headed over to Carolina. We'll talk about it in a second. And uh, what is your what 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 do you think is going to be the uh, how do you think how do you think they're going to handle Taysom Hill this year? Now, are we are we saying that he's a quarterback, or are we saying that he's a tight end? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, way to screw me in the fantasy playoffs, man. I would I had that guy drafted and he produced big in that Minnesota game, bro. You screwed I would have won I would have freaking won. Yeah, you 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 stuck me in the keister. Good, man. You really y'all did, man. That was pretty that was pretty bullshit. You gotta admit that, man. After the fact, oh god, that was bullshit, bro. Uh, hey, I just was curious. Taysom Hill. Just curious on how we were handling it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You screwed me good. That guy had about twenty. That guy had about twenty-five points that game. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> I think that uh, I think that they've got to be careful with him. If it is Breeze last year, uh, you can't go running this guy out at running back and wide receiver and all these other positions because I mean, because they don't have a backup quarterback now. He's the backup, backup quarterback. quarterback now. So yeah, I mean, not only is he the backup, but Apparently, Payton wants is and he's, he's the, the future. Future. So, he, and and he and he makes nothing. I mean, he's. I will say this: they haven't nothing. signed him yet. He's a, he's a free agent. They haven't signed him yet. So, you know, this could change. You never know. But I don't think he's signed yet. So, um, I didn't. I'm not. And I know he's a free agent. I mean, he can. Somebody could sign him if they wanted to. But from all indications, he's coming back to New Orleans. Yeah, I, I, you know, and, and there, it's a thirteen and three team. Didn't have a lot of turnover. Like you said, they lose. They, they bring Jenkins in. They lost Von Bell, but they brought Jenkins in to replace him. They bring Sanders in. They really haven't had a second uh, running back uh, or wide receiver. Uh, you know, Sanders will of, be perfect for them. Sanders is perfect for him. 
Um, and, and, and like you said, like Breeze last year, this is, this is all or nothing for them. They, they've got to, they've got to go all in and try to, and try to win this year because, uh, you know, they, they had a great team last year and just couldn't get it done. In the I mean, they've lost, they've lost in three heartbreaking fashions yeah. the last three years. Yeah. Un- incredible. You know, yeah. the twice to the Vikings and then they lost to the, what was it? The, uh, they lose the Eagles was the Eagles the last, who was no, the third game? No, they lost to the Rams with the pass. The Rams, the Rams, the Rams, right, right, right. Right, right the Rams before with going the inter- to the Super Bowl. <laughs> right, with the with the interference call. But they yeah. lost to the the Vikings before on the Tay Diggs catch at the end, and then last yeah. year on the push off. Your boy, your boy Rudolph with the full with the full arm extension, no call. Yeah. <laughs> on the fade route in the corner of the end zone. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, they've no, been, but- they've, been, they've been screwed by 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 a couple calls late in the in the playoffs and then with the Minnesota Miracle too. So Yep. So I, I, you know, with the with the with the draft pick, I think they're going to take the best player available. They've always been a pretty good drafting team. Twenty um, fourth pick, you're probably going to have a, you know, uh, your pick of, you know, a couple defensive players, maybe a couple offensive linemen. You're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay uh, Kamara after this year as well. So you have yeah. to, you know, you got to save some money there because you're going to have to pay. You're going to have to. Pay, you're going to have to extend Kamara. So uh, um, no, nah, just a good team. They'll take the best player available. Is kind of what they, what they typically do in the war. They, they've always done a pretty good job drafting. All right, let's go to uh, Carolina. Matt Rule in charge now, and Carolina got the got the sweetheart deal. Seven years, sixty, you know, six years, seven years, sixty-three million or fifty, whatever, fifty-three million, whatever it was, high fifty, something like more, that. More than we're making. Yes, 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 yes. A lot of paper, a lot, a lot, a lot of dollar bills getting dropped at the Mons Venus with with Matt's salary. Um, five and eleven last year. Got the seventh pick in the draft. Riverboat Ron got whacked in about week seven or eight last year. Um, I don't even remember who finished out the year for them. I don't even. I don't either. I <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It didn't matter. Wholesale changes in Carolina. Tons of guys going. Tons of guys coming. Uh, Scam Newton. They're, they're you know the franchise player released. You know they kind of they probably released him about two weeks too late to to stick in where he couldn't get a new job so far because. All this virus stuff, but I don't blame oh, wow. him for you know I don't I don't you know I mean you got to do what's best for you and if, even if the even if the timing's not perfect for for the player you got to do what's best for you and once they realize they weren't they they were going to sign Teddy then then you can get rid of Cam so lost Olson you lost Trey Turner um, and then you lost Luke Keekley is going to retire with his head injuries kind of his his wear and tear of all the years the additions nice addition with teddy bridgewater maybe the best addition they made joe brady offensive coordinator from lsu yep that guy went from from being being a position coach at new orleans two years ago at 28 years old now he's the toast of the toast of the country offensive offensive scheme wise he and he was and let's not make any mistake he was the difference in the yes LSU at lsu national championship yep. not not ed o, not ed orgeron hate to bring it to the tigers fans out there the and newly Eddie di- o, the new, is still the same coach. <laughs> the newly divorced Eddie O. Yeah, the newly divorced Eddie O is still the same coach he was, and 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 Joe Burrow. I know he'll be the number one pick, but Joe Burrow is still Joe Burrow. Joe Brady was the reason that they went from from where they were to to where they ended up. So, but hey, let let's not forget the biggest. No, I was gonna, I'm, I'm getting okay. to that. I'm a, okay. a guy close to your heart, <laughs> a man close to your heart. <laughs> <laughs> the the deep threat of all deep threats your the boy trick, the one trick pony sticks sticks anderson <laughs> twiggy 
about uh six five one oh eight one yes got the skinniest legs in the history of, of pro football yeah oh, yeah he's actually not a terrible player man no, he, he's what he does he's actually pretty decent he's pretty good he is all right well I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna a sneaky move for the uh for carolina pj walker you say who is that one P.J. Walker was 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 an originally a, a Colt a couple years ago. He then went to the XFL was was lighting it up in the XFL as a quarterback for the I think the Houston team. The reason Walker is an interesting thing he played for Matt Rule at Temple, so he's got history with him. He knows him. He's mobile. He's they brought him in to, to play play along with Will Greer. They got rid they they peddled out uh, Kyle Allen to, to to Washington, so they've they've made a commitment on the, on the quarterback front. Um, they also got Russell Okung from the Chargers, kind of in the swap for for Trey Turner, was kind of their swap. But um, your thoughts on Teddy going to Carolina? Uh, you know, I, I think I, first of all, I think it's a great story just because of what he went through. Um, you know, pretty much his career like it could be over, and to to battle back and now you know get a get a, a good contract and 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 he's brought in for the starter to be the starter. The only problem is. He's starting on a team that's pretty much in the basement and, and going to be rebuilding. So, um, you know, you got McCaffrey there. That helps, obviously. You got Sticks now. You got Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore. So, decent weapons there on the offense. But <clears throat> I just – I, I really problem. worry. I think Teddy – I think Teddy's going to be a Nick Foles kind of guy. Perfect back – perfect yeah. relief pitcher. But I don't – I just don't think that guy's going to be a, a uh, 16-game – quality quality starter for them he'll be no, okay it's, it's a good story i just don't know if it'll be it'll end up as a good story and i'm not worried about him in getting injured i'm more worried about it. i just don't i don't think he's got i don't think he he's always a check down kind of guy he didn't he was in a great system in new orleans and i know brady's system's going to help because that's going to be kind of a wider open system and i get that but um i think mccaffrey will be still be an impact player it wouldn't shock me if they traded mccaffrey at, at, at some point during the maybe not, probably not during the year, but end of next year because he's going to want he at the end of this year. I can promise you he's going to want a huge deal. Yeah, I mean he's the best running. And he's back worth in football, it. So yeah, I mean he's he I mean, do he's, everything, and he'll be a, he'll be a member of the Pewter Powers once again, a protected commodity, I believe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, so it'd be interesting to see how rule how that rule college college coach rah 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 kind of guy that culture how that's going to uh, go in Carolina. You know, it's a full. Full blown. I mean, they're they are unloading players left and right. Um, you know, so to be very interesting, they got the seventh pick in the draft. Again, probably take the best offensive lineman available. You need offensive linemen. Uh, you know, you might take a maybe a wide receiver there. Maybe um, if if maybe if, if maybe Jerry Judy. I doubt it, but maybe a Judy. Um, you know, who knows? I, All I right. got offensive line. Yep. Pro- again. This is a very rich draft in offensive lineman and wide receiver, especially in the first couple rounds. Yeah. All right, let's head to the ATL. One Atlanta Falcons, seven and nine. They were terrible last year after about nine. I think they were like one and seven, one and eight, and they had a big run at the end of the year to get to seven and nine. Dan Quinn saved his job. Dimitrov saved his job. Lots of moving parts on the coaching staff. My boy Raheem back to being defensive coordinator. Um, lots of changes in, in Atlanta. Um, they seem to they seem to regroup and kind of stabilize things. They made a couple of additions in free agency. Todd Gurley coming in, Devontae Freeman out. Big loss in Hooper, but they also acquired Hayden Hurst, who's a who was kind of a first a former first round pick for the Ravens. Dante Fowler in the fold. 
He's a St. Petersburg, Florida guy, by the way. Uh, and they lost Des and they lost uh, Trufant at DB. So uh, to me, offense is not the problem in Atlanta. Their defense has always been the issue. Uh, they got old, they're getting older on offense. You got Julio's getting older. Matt Matt Ryan's getting older. You need offensive line help there as well. You, you, um, I think they have somebody. Did I see a stat the other day? They have eleven first round draft picks on offense. I think all eleven. I think all eleven of their players are first round draft former well, first round draft picks. Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, uh, Julio uh, Ridley, Julio Ridley, all first linemen. Yeah, I think I think I saw the I think I saw the stat. They have eleven guys on uh, on offense with all the first offensive round linemen were were first round picks at one point. Alex Mack, all those the offensive. Yeah, I think I Jake think that's Matthews. right. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, all right. Six, yeah, I mean, defensive help is where they still need all. They need help. I mean. They play a they play that that Seattle vanilla deep that cover two kind of defense. Um defensive linemen, they they've never really had good defensive linemen in the last ten years. Um, you know, I think that's probably where they'll go if if a guy like Javon Kinlaw drops to them, the South Carolina defensive lineman were to drop to them at sixteen, they'd be ecstatic, I think. And they would jump on him in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh defense is definitely the, the name of the day name of the day uh in Atlanta as far as draft wise. Yeah, absolutely. I think defenses, especially on that, uh, especially you know, secondary anywhere, anywhere, they got Fowler, like you said, but they lost Vic Beasley. Um, they lose uh, True Font, so they 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 need help all over the place on defense. And and um, but like played you said, better, I, they played better under Raheem the last half of the year, much better. But you I still mean, need more. You need more impact players. Quinn, I know, regardless of what Blank said, Quinn was a goner. Hey, oh, they kept playing there's like no that. doubt. There's oh, no there's doubt. No, no no doubt about it. Him and Dimitrov. Oh, yeah, the whole, the whole, yeah, a lot of people thought they were going to be in the running for Matt Rule and, you know, some of these other guys that got hired. I mean, McCarthy, I mean, man, they were, uh, yo, yeah, they, they, they were dead man walking in week, week eight, week nine last year, no doubt about it. And, and I'll give Arthur Blank credit. A lot of, the, a lot of these owners would have pulled the trigger and fired him in the, during the bye week, and they didn't. Um, they would have. They last. I think they were one and seven in the bye week, and that's when they made all the coaching changes. Yep. A lot of a lot of teams know when they were going to make a change. Would have fired the guy there. I'll give I'll give blank credit. He showed some patience, and Quinn uh, Quinn turned it around, man. Beat one thing you got to say that they play for they they play hard for Dan Quinn. I mean, they don't quit. Yeah. Um, they may not be good enough on defense, but they don't quit on that guy. He he's a he's a motivator. He knows how to get get those guys motivated and play hard at least. They beat they beat the Niners in San Francisco. Yep. <laughs> I mean, late in the season, too. Mm, yep. So. Yep. No doubt about it. All right. So we finish up. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, you've been waiting for this for, God, I can't. I'm waiting. I've been waiting I, for this for 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my God, at least 19. You didn't get a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, you're right. Since, no doubt. Since, no doubt. Since the Super Bowl years, no doubt about it. I've been waiting for this moment. I predicted it on my podcast back in January. I predicted it on my radio show in January. Nobody believed me. Thought I was full of shit when I said Tom Brady will be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Just all the all the all the things led to this. Offensive players wanting to get out of New England, warm weather, a team on the cusp. All the things that you would say, okay, Tom's this, this QB friendly this, coach. QB friendly coach, exactly. They had a QB disaster last year, and that was the reason why they didn't win. Was the QB? I mean, one Tom Brady. By the way, I drove by his house the other day. 
in Davis Island. J- Jeter's house. They yeah, went we got, to him. Well, Jeter needs some some new Wi-Fi apparently. But uh, yes, yes. <laughs> the, the, the 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 that was actually a pretty good interview on Stern. It was. I, 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 I there was a lot of there was a lot of interrupting because of the phone. I, I think the phone connection, but. And I would have loved to have had that in the studio. I would have loved to have seen that in the studio. Yeah. But it was, you know, hey, well, I've yeah. been waiting for him to come on Stern for a long, long time. And and he opened up a lot about a lot. He didn't hold he did. back. He so, did. He he opened up about his marriage and about how he was on the, ro- on the ropes a couple years ago. And, yeah. you know, how he met Giselle in the, in the wine bar and yeah. how, he had to, how he had to tell her about uh, our girl Bridget being two months pregnant. We know I mean, that his favorite whack packer is Beetlejuice. That's right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I heard that. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, it was good. No, it was, I mean, I, I mean, you wish he would have, I mean, you wish you, I mean, I, who knows how he would have answered, but you, you, I'm surprised Howard didn't ask him one or two questions about, the, you know, the cheating scandals, at least just to see if he was going to say anything. Um, but. Well, but, I hey. think, you know, the other thing is when you, when you're on the phone, not even like, you know, they started off on Zoom and it was freezing up, so they went to the straight phone, so they couldn't see each other. And, right. and I think that, you know, that that really hurts an interviewer. I mean, Stern's best interviews are when they're in front of face to face. Could, You're right. Yep, yeah, yep, he can yep. see their face. He can see see him squirm. But he did his classic technique where he's like, "Well, you know, you kind of said it all, and and we and, and <laughs> thanks for everything." And and an hour later, they're still talking, and I know, that's right? when he's really started opening up. Um, He's perfect at that. It's crazy how he does it. But I, I even thought I, I was pulling up to work when I was listening to it yesterday morning and, or this morning, I guess it was. And, and it was right about the hour mark. And he started saying that. And in my mind, I was like, all right, here we go. It's about to get good. That's right. Now, now he is, he, he is incredible how he, how he kind of lay, lays, lays that little fat that lays that little nugget. And then 35 minutes later, they're still talking. Yeah. yeah no, nah, Brady was good. I'll give him, I mean, he, he talked about his high school days I mean, you know, talking about being a jock about being, how he didn't like school a whole lot. He, he just kind of went through the motions in school and yeah. about his Michigan time and about his dad, you know, his parents and all that kind of stuff. And I'll give, I'll give Brady credit. He really, he really talked. He, he, he did. He, he said more than I thought he would say, especially when it came to Giselle and his kids and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah. So, and of course, Howard stuff. always, always making his little comments about wanting to bang Giselle and <laughs> want to see her in the tights and want to see her in the workout gear and all that kind of stuff, man. But he was a good sport with it though. Cause he knew what he was going into. So, Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So for sure. All right. My buck seven, by the way, I went to, by the way, Jeter's house. Uh, I got a little nugget from a guy in the neighborhood. He said, Jeter built that the place he has in Davis Island, which is right on the water. Like literally his house is on the water. Jeter built two houses and he attached two houses together is what he did. Uh, he basically built one house for his parent for Jeter's parents, one side of the house or one, you know, the house. And then the other house was going to be for him and he attached them. So it is mu- as big as it looks on TV or on, you know, when you see a picture of it, it's really two houses attached is what it was. And I actually drove by and there was cars in the, there was cars in the parking lot and he was there and Brady did the interview yesterday from Tampa. He was in Tampa yesterday. Yeah, He was in the house. Yeah, he was in the house. So, I mean, he was probably there. He was, like I said, I went over there a couple of days ago, and there was a couple of cars in there, and the gate opened one, the, right when I drove by. The kind of the gate had just closed, so somebody had either just gotten there or just left. So, uh, yeah, it was good. It was pretty cool, man. And I mean, it's just a normal. I mean, it's a nice ass street. I mean, there's nice ass houses, but it's not. It's not a gated community. It's not a gated. You know, you don't have to. You, you just drive. Anybody can drive down the street, and it's right there. It's crazy. I mean, it's not a gated community and all that stuff, and. So it was pretty cool. All right. My Bucks, seven and nine, 14th pick in the draft. 
Jamuki out the door. My man Perriman out the door. Sneaky good player, Carl Nassib out the door to the Raiders. The Bucks did a lot of keeping of their own guys. They they re-signed uh, JPP, re-signed Sue. Obviously, the huge move was Brady, and they brought back uh, they franchise Shaq Barrett. So uh, those are the big moves now. They still have some salary cap space. A couple of names to keep an eye on. A couple of names. So I'm going to give you three names. James White, Edelman, and potentially Gronkowski. One of those three, I got a feeling by the time it's all said and done, one of those three guys is going to be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. I can Whether see. Yeah, I can see. Uh, I, I, my my guess, if I had to guess any of those three, I think you know Gronk's enjoying the the new championship in the in the WWE. I say Edelman is the guy that comes, um, and and it fills that slot role like what uh, uh, Humphreys had did the other. Yep. Couple yep. years ago, because Godwin and, and you know Evans are those those are our guys over the middle. Short Devast- routes, yeah, outside guy, yeah, 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 can run for so sure. I, I definitely I, I could see Edelman there. You don't really need a tight end with OJ Howard and and uh, and your Great. boy. Uh, they could if if Gronkowski said they wanted to play, they could trade Break quickly. Somebody yeah. would take Break's yeah. cheap. He he's got some value. I mean, he, you won't get a lot for him, but you could get a. Fit fourth, fifth round pick for Bray for Bray. Yeah. Uh, if so, if Gronkowski really said he wanted to play for another year, they would get Bray would be out the door. They they would be able to. Bray's very affordable, and people would he's yeah. in demand. You could you could get Bray. I think um, so. That's why I would say Edelman would be the guy. I think that that Belichick really loves White. You know, he's just a he's a big Jimmy White guy. He is. I agree. Uh, so I, but you know, they need help on the offensive line. You got to you got to keep Brady upright. We yep. we've seen that over the years. Um, they've re-signed a lot of guys on defense, but uh, you can always use help in the secondary down there. But they've they've, I mean, they've invested they've invested a lot in the last two years in the secondary. Yeah. You're definitely see a first, in my opinion. You're you're going to see offensive linemen, unless uh, if Jerry Judy fell to them or Henry Ruggs. You, you could probably draft Henry Ruggs, but if Judy fell to them. I could see them potentially taking Jerry Judy there because Godwin potentially is, is going to be a free agent at the end of next year, and you're not. It's going to be hard to pay Evans fifteen million, Godwin fifteen million, all these guys. I mean, eventually you, you can't pay everybody on offense. Right. So if if Judy were to be there at fourteen, which I don't think he will be, but if he were to somehow fall to them at fourteen, I and one of their offensive linemen wasn't there, I could see them taking Judy because they did sign. They signed a. a, a Kind of a sneaky guy. They signed a right tackle from the Colts, Joe Haig, who could probably be a, a stopgap kind of guy at right tackle. That's the one spot on the offensive line that they need help is right tackle. That's the spot they're looking to fill. They like your guy Willis out of Alabama. The guy from Iowa is a, a, another guy that's in the mix. Um, Worfs, that uh, Tristan Worfs. So I think those are the two guys, and, and maybe the guy from Georgia, Andrew Thomas. Those are the three guys that, that, that you've been that you've been hearing linked to the Buccaneers. Um, as far as at that, at that pick. But for some reason, Jerry Judy fell to them. It wouldn't shock me if they were to pick a guy like him, knowing that Godwin could potentially leave next year as a free agent. Um, so that just just keep that in mind. But but I do think they'll go offensive line at the 14th pick. Yeah, um, They need – I mean, and I think they're going to draft a quarterback pretty high. I think they're going to draft a quarterback in the second or third round. Um, you can't – I mean, uh, I, that's the one thing that scares me about this team is 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 – uh, Blaine Gabbard is our number two guy. <laughs> him and him and Ryan Griffin 
which I think Griffin's not terrible, but Blaine Gabbert does nothing for me, and that's the one thing that makes me nervous. Um, you know, obviously, if, if obviously if Brady goes down, you're probably in trouble anyway. But I'd like to have a, a decent, reliable backup quarterback that, that could go play for for a couple games, or you know, if he had to. But guy quarterback to be look out for. They like Jacob Eason, I think, the guy from Washington. So don't be surprised if they if they if maybe the second round they take an Eason. Um, but you're right, and, and and they'll probably get a running back, a guy like Cam Aker or somebody like that in the third or fourth round because they're gonna they're gonna add another running back to the mix as well. So. Um, my bucks seven and nine in the mix. Is Brudai wearing his welcome out down there at running? No, Bruda, Br- Br- no, the barber went to Washington. Oh, that's right, that's right. He signed in Washington. He's yeah. he is up in D.C. Baby. All right, no how many? Bruda, no more Brudai in Tampa. No more Brudai. He, he was a fan favorite. A little, he was a, he was a scrapper and a grinder. I give Brudai came from from nowhere to make that team for four three four years. Well, all right. If you if you're really in the need to see. Uh, uh, the barber, you can turn on Survivor Series 88. <laughs> yeah, you're watching. <laughs> All right, over under on how many primetime games my Bucks, my my your boy Alan Chris will be on that uh, red eye from New York to Tampa, baby, <laughs> for several Sunday nighters and a couple Monday nighters. Yeah, I think you got at least five. <laughs> yes, is me- the, the the maximum allowable by the contracts. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna see a lot of Tampa Bay games. Whenever that schedule comes out. Sunday, By the way, Monday listen night. to this. Listen to this home schedule next year. They got the they got the all the a- NFC South teams right. They yeah. got Green Bay. They got Kansas City. They got Minnesota. They got the Chargers all coming to town. That's a pretty wow. damn good home schedule. Yeah, that's. Uh, they that's, got Mahomes. They got uh, Rogers. They got Kirk Cousins. I mean, woo! Three, four playoff teams. Yeah, and then they go to they go to the they go to Las Vegas to see Gruden. You know, I can tell you right now the primetime games you're probably going to see. You're probably going to see the Bucks in Oakland primetime yeah. from Vegas, not Oakland, but Las Vegas. I think you're going to see Mahomes and Brady in primetime. I think you're going to see Rodgers and Brady in primetime. Those three for sure. Yeah. So a well, big don't don't forget you got a couple of division games against Drew Brees. That's what I'm saying. You got Brees. You got Ryan. You got. I mean, yeah. I mean, exactly. So I mean. Exactly, and probably one of the. You're right. Probably one of those games is probably going to be a primetime game as well. You Breeze and Breeze and Brady will probably play the Thursday, yes. what a Thursday night game. Right, a new in New Orleans kind of game, kind of situation. But knowing my luck and my Bucks luck, this will be the freaking year the the virus wipes out the whole NFL season. <laughs> hey, I had I, look at I had tickets. I had a 27 game package to the Braves this year. I haven't got to use the first game yet. I know, but this will be the freaking year we finally get a freaking Hall of Famer, and this will be the year the fucking whole season gets wiped out over some. <laughs> because people won't stop eating bats and other nonsense over in China. Over at Mr. Wang's, is Mr. Wang still still available on Lakeshore? Uh, it is until until uh, unless this thing's about to wipe it out. <laughs> it's still there. I mean, I just drove by the other day, but yeah, yeah, I just, that place is yeah. That's where the bats are getting cooked up. Is the uh, yeah. Szechuan chicken. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't frequent that place. I me, me and me and Mr. Cooper used to go there from UAB. Everyone with the uh, the uh, the crab the crab wonton. What is it called? Rangoon crab wangoon or whatever. <laughs> I used to destroy some of those. By the way, Mr. Wang's back in the day. All right, Mike. Well, I really much appreciate it. Good, great job. Great, great work on the uh, NFC. We're gonna have the AFC coming up, probably out on by Sunday or so, Sunday or Monday. And then we'll give you a mock draft on, on the week of the draft. We're going to give you a mock draft. So uh, appreciate it, Mike. 
appreciate uh, you listening. Check us out on Apple, Google, all the different podcast locations. You want to send us a comment, reach out to me on Twitter at KickTheFB. KickTheFB. You want to hear your Brady comments, your NFC draft comments, AFC comments. We'd love to hear from you. So appreciate it. Stay safe. Don't go out very much. And we'll see you on the Riverwalk. Have a great night. Bye-bye.